I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Harper hits him in the air. Left back, it goes! Harper! The swing of his life! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun. And so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Coming up on TMS, Land O Lukes. What's under your eye patch? Shit sneeze. Deep Roy, devourer of worlds. Leaking schmoo fluid from the ding dong. Tiny four year old shit. My wife, the xenomorph. Breakfast nudes. The card always says moops. Wendy's old fashioned jawbreakers. He's 10 years younger. Does that make him my cousin or my nephew? Microsoft Luggage Simulator. Check under the burger lid. GoPro on a stick with Bill. You're not Bill, damn it, with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This toy comes with something that can really open up a kid's imagination. Its own legend. It's the Masters of the Universe collection. And for my kids, the legend begins here with Castle Skull. Some Pepsi soda in a bottle. The Morning Stream. Morning stream. Would you like a closer look? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning stream. It's April 4th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Well, hello, Scott, and happy Tuesday to April 4th. April 4th. We're careening ever so quickly to Vegas, TMS Vegas, everybody. Yeah. This yeah. Is, oh my gosh. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's like no weeks time from at today all. Will be, I will be uh, probably a big stress basket and people will be saying, oh, Brian, can I buy you a drink to help calm you down? And I'll say, Dude, okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Be fine. And then you'll be fine because you'll have that drink. See? Yeah. No, it's, that's, <laughs> that won't do it. That, uh... <laughs> no, but look at it this way by tomorrow this time yeah then yeah a bigger exactly. a little more relief like uh, a lot more relief i'll have time to play some board games and yeah and uh, then some video games later and oh yeah it'll be fine it'll yeah. be fine actually and, and you know what i'm doing so much prep ahead of time this time that that trip last week 
probably reduced my anxiety level by 80% just because I was able to see, oh, all right, here's the stage. Here's where this is going to be. Here's where that's going to be. The people will be sitting there. Mm -hmm. Claire will likely be sitting over there. (laughs) There'll be a drink in her right hand. Um, (laughs) Yep. No, it's good to have it's good to have um, on the ground perspective ahead of time if you can. Yeah, you know, so I, I I think that's good that you got to do that. That's really cool. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna have sure. a blast, and I'll tell you what that board game time uh, will be. Many of you will be your first time uh, playing Dungeon Murder. I'm bringing a deck with Ooh, me. Yeah, a little. Uh... Yeah. Little little preview trial preview huh? cool. yeah the the Kickstarter might actually be live before that but the uh, no physical uh, copies will be available except for the one I'm bringing so get ready to figure out if you'd like my game or not cool You'll I'm find, sure we're gonna love it find out the hard way um, all right let's uh, I can't get wait into to a find show. out all the typos please can't do wait. please do I've already <laughs> I have already had uh, a couple of them come up that I was like really I mi- how did I miss those <laughs> and not only did, how did I miss them I've had four people four separate people one of whom is a full-time that's what they do in their real job yeah copy editor yeah who I and thought would right catch it zip right by him <laughs> So uh, uh, we're, I think man. we're good now. I'm pretty sure that the there might be one fix in the deck that I have now that will be fixed in the final. But I think we got it all. Cool. But there's always something, dude. We're gonna yeah, find exactly. out. Exactly. Nobody publishes a book without finding out six months later that there was a the in the wrong place or the something. The card always says moops. Yeah, the card always. says moops. <laughs> it always says moops. Yeah. How do you do that? Every time moops. you bring up a sign, this is this. Okay, we're gonna assess this out. When right, you bring okay. up a Seinfeld reference, almost not always, but <laughs> nine times out of ten, the night before I saw that episode, you and last that, night I saw that episode. You just watched the Bubble Boy episode. Yes. Seriously, we watch it at night before <laughs> bed. It's just like a usual thing we do, and the Bubble Boy episode was on. And I don't know how you do that. You've done this before many times, maybe not every time, but many times. It's almost like I have a camera in your house. Oh shit! Well, you actually do, I guess, right now, looking at me, but. So, oh yeah, it's true. Hey, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that right yeah. there. He definitely doesn't have one in my bedroom above on the wall, pointing down. Oh no, gosh, no, hell no. No, I can't wait to. Doctor Calhoun points out, yeah, uh, watch Parasite, you coward. I can't wait to bring us some some Parasite quotes, and then oh, he'll yeah. say, "Oh, we just watched it last night." Yeah, see, let's do that. Maybe that's all we need is Brian to bring yeah. up a, a thing, a line. Do you know a line yes. from Parasite? Give me a good line. No, I can't. Oh, I can't see? Think of a line from Parasite. There's your problem. There's some Korean, there's some Korean sing-songy <laughs> thing that one of the characters does that I really like. But uh, well, listen, I, it's no Nacho Nacho. The other, the other foreign film that I'm trying to get you to uh, to read. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> nacho Nacho. Got to watch the freaking RRR. Got to watch RRR. There's no reason. There's a none whatsoever. That none should whatsoever. be. That should have jumped ahead. Like I, I yeah. you know, Parasite, whatever. It is yeah. what it is, but RRR has so much other stuff I know I'm going to like. Yes. I don't know what my deal is on that. Because you, you're you going to just freaking love it, because it feels like such a throwback to the Jean-Claude Van Damme action, you know, kind of stuff. It's just so good. Yeah, and a good dub, which is what I need. I need a yes. good dub. It's a good, it is a good dub. It's a fine dub. Yeah, it's a fine dub. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got a funny thing to tell you. So last night, so this is going to be interesting pre-top of the show stuff here because we got uh, a little story and then I have three phone calls in a row from listeners. All really important stuff from listeners, all right? Before okay. we get to that, though, I want to tell you something funny. So the the, the, little, the little ones were here yesterday. Taylor was out this side of town getting uh, doctor's appointments for the baby. She was getting some shots. 
It's what you do with the babies. You get shots. You have certain stages where you do it. She's 26 weeks old. I don't know what shot that is, but it is whatever it is. And uh, so they're here hanging out. And uh, apparently, well, I'll tell you what happened first, then I'll tell you why. So uh, my wife, was it Kim? Somebody in the house sneezed. It wasn't me. It was either Taylor or Kim sneezed really hard. Maybe it was Carter. But somebody sneezed really hard. Just kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. And off in the kitchen, I hear a little tiny four-year-old little boy go, shit. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what, okay. the, what the frick is that? And it uh, turns out, uh, you know, a kid, you'd think a kid might be trained at four to say, bless you, or gesundheit, yeah, or something yeah. that he's heard. Something like that, yes. And I looked at his mom, and she goes, no, it's because every time I sneeze, I say shit. And really? I said, I'm like, what? what? Why is that? I don't know. I said, why do you do that? She goes, I don't know. I just do. And I said, and then I reminded her, you know, you're the little girl who made me have a swear jar when you were like three. Because yeah. every time I swore, you would get mad at me and you said, Daddy, you got to put money in the in the swear jar. And now you say shit after every sneeze. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway. What a weird... I mean, you know, if it, if you like hurt yourself when you sneeze, I can say, oh, shit, you know, like that. But. <laughs> right. She doesn't have that excuse. Nothing hurts. She's just yelling shit. And then he is. So now that's what he does. So if anyone sneezes and I'm really excited to have like Kim's mom around next time this happens. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Yes. Just exactly. a, like a big and he'll just go shit in the other room. <laughs> anyway, four year olds are great. I just want to put that out there. Uh, They're hilarious. They make me laugh. And also, I can't believe he's four. Tina uh, used to give Tristan, you know, rides everywhere as a kid, as as parents do. You know, the kids can't drive themselves yet because no, they can't yet. reach the pedals. But no. uh, so uh, she, you know, when she drive him around, she didn't realize how often she would say, "What the hell!" Like you know, basically, <laughs> she'd say that whenever a car cut in front of her or something like that. Sure, sure. Imagine she still does it. And uh, we we got uh, the family together to uh, uh, to meet for dinner at the Armadillo Mexican Restaurant. No longer around here in Denver, but uh, they sit Tristan down. <laughs> grandma's here, uh, grandpa's, uh, great grandma's here. And as soon as they put food in front of him, Tristan goes, What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's great how they pick up on those things, yeah. about the things you want them to. Yeah, all to the other, you know, the entirety of the rest of their language that they've learned, they don't yes, say that. Exactly. They just say, What the hell or shit. Yes, which exactly. is Which is great. Uh, I was going to ask you, um, uh, oh, you reminded me of something I was going to ask. It was a Tristan-related question. Can't remember it now. Hmm. There was a thought. There was a chance he was coming to TMS Vegas, but unfortunately uh, work uh, is going to get in the way of that. But but Mm. hopefully a future TMS Vegas will get the return of Tristan. Same thing happened with Carter. She was going to come this year and then couldn't because of work. She's did did Carter ask? Am I going to have to uh, keep score on anything? Because that's what Tristan <laughs> asked. Like, are you going to make me have to keep score on this game you're doing? I'm like, no, you don't have to keep score. I don't know. I don't know if she's in the chat this morning, but she 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 has a love hate relationship. I think with that. I don't want to speak too much for her yeah. because she may no, she may counter this, but I think that she really looking back, I think she really loved that that her and Tristan got chosen for that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think that. It made them really nervous leading up to it, though. Yes, you know? and and I found out a lot of the reason why. Uh, Tristan finally told me. I don't think he ever told me beforehand, but it came out when I said, "No, you're not going to have to keep score." And he's like, "Good," because that was that was stressful. Uh, because what apparently when we were doing the trivia thing, 
I would look to him and, and Carter and say, yep, that's uh, two points for this team, one point for that team for that yeah. question. Yeah. I would just keep plowing through like the game show, like keeping going, assuming that, ah, well, they know they know if I if uh, the answer is correct or incorrect, so they know to score. And so Tristan was, he basically had someone in the audience that he made eye contact with that would give him the high sign or the low sign. Oh, that's great. Depending on if he needed to add points. And it, <laughs> I don't know if Carter had the same thing. But it was I don't know if she did really or not. It's funny now, to find this out. Now I want to find out. Do you know who it was in the audience? Do we know who no, that was? I have no idea. I, no idea. I want to give that person somebody, a shout I'm sure out. it was somebody front row, so it was probably, uh, you know, the, the Jensen's or something. Yeah, that was nice, whoever <laughs> that was. That's cool that they yes, did that. For sure. Yeah, they. I think that was a lot of pressure for them because, you know, you're in a room with a thousand people and it's, you know, this bunch of trivia yeah. you, you may not know. You're high school kids. You're trying to not screw it up. Like Exactly. You don't want to have a very public screw up especially with uh an occasional angry veronica on stage yeah no who kidding might be, who might be upset if the points that she just earned on a question were not accurately tallied exactly she's gonna wolverine on everybody and slice everybody <laughs> to bits so yeah that's a lot of pressure did we either taught them a great lesson or we added to a pile of anxiety they didn't want we, I don't we know. basically uh, set them up for therapy later on yeah sure. i just don't know which it's hard to say yeah uh all right i'm gonna play these calls cool uh, 801-471-0462 is where these came to. Uh, there, that's our voicemail line. You guys can call anytime, leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. Uh, here's, uh, if I can find them. There we go. Uh, this is one about, uh, well, it's Luke, and he called in, and it just seems like there was some confusion, so I wanted to play it. Here it is. Uh, I call this clip, Will the Real Luke Please Stand Up? Here you go. Howdy, gents. It's uh, Luke in Boulder, and I was listening to the contest the other day, and you mentioned that it was a Luke and that it was a Johnson, but that... Uh, this person maybe lives in Iowa and I live in Boulder, Colorado. So I guess I didn't win, which is, you know, a bummer, but kind of amazing that there's two different Luke Johnsons that also listen to the show. Um, so just spread the news or maybe I did win. <laughs> nope. You didn't win, but <laughs> you can win anytime. So don't worry, Luke, the future is That's yours. Right. But uh, here's the funny thing. There's a Luke Johnson in uh, Boulder. There's this Luke Johnson in Iowa who won and yep. my nephew is Luke Johnson, and he lives in Vegas, of all places. Right, he's part of the band, yeah. Yeah, so uh, weird. All the Luke Johnsons, just everywhere. So many Luke everywhere. Johnsons, yeah. Yeah, you can't get enough of them. They're, we're lousy with all, them. All born roughly around 1977. Oh, uh, weird. <laughs> I really don't know if any of them were born. I don't but, know either. Uh, I gotta, yeah. Actually, let's see. Luke would have been, Luke's 10 years younger than me, so... Yeah. Wait, is that making my cousin or my... No, he's my nephew. He's my brother's kid. Age age really wouldn't define whether he's a cousin or a nephew. Well, 10 years just seems like short, right? Like, It really just depends on when your your brother or your sister... Well, my, brother, my brother's 10 years older than me. Oh, no, this makes sense. Because he was 19 when he had the first kid, which is Luke. And then yeah. I would have been 10. Yeah, that makes sense. We're all okay. good now. Everything's good now. Oh, good. Oh, good. Excellent. Yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I would like to, you know, maybe we maybe we have a uh, um, some sort of scheduled planned Luke Johnson off. And uh, for one of our trivia competitions, one of the, you know, asses or feuds or something. Yeah. It's get the all the battle Luke of the Luke Johnsons to see which Luke Johnson reigns supreme. Yeah. I'd love that. Um, yeah. I love my nephew. So that'd be cool. I don't know if we're going to see him or not. I hope we do. But he may he may hope come so. around. Yeah. Yeah, he hangs out with James and Svet here and there, so cool. They have some common band roots. Um, all right, here is uh, 
Oh, remember my neighbor yelling misdemeanor outside? Oh, yes, right. We oh, my a, God. Are we going to get an answer to this finally? Possibly. Here's a theory uh, that came in via the call line. Here you go. Hey, Scott and Brian. This is for TMS. My theory for your misdemeanor guy, he's probably listening to a podcast. And uh, that was an answer to a question or his vocal comment that he forgot nobody else nobody else is listening to what he's listening to, and he just blurted it out. All right, thanks. Bye. Common thing for podcast listeners, right? Totally, yes. Yeah, but we have listeners who who've accidentally shouted something on the bus, probably mm-hmm. like uh, Pumba or <laughs> you know, like, yeah, or yell something out on in the office or something. They get headphones on exactly, and like, exactly a name that we're not able to remember. They're correcting us or they're telling us. Yeah, yeah. so so probably not our show because I don't think we ever brought up misdemeanor. Plus, I don't think Tesla listens no. to, to anything I do. Although he he always talks like. How are the shows? How are the shows going? Every time I see him. Oh, cool. Like, they're going good. You could tune in, you know, and check them out. <laughs> Do you want them to, though? I yeah, mean, I know, really. I know you're in good terms, but... Uh, yeah, everything's good now. I, I think if yeah. he'd listened now, it'd be fine. But if he went back to 2015 and heard a few episodes, <laughs> you might not love that. Because that was, a uh, you know, we were at odds. Yeah. There was a bit of a yeah. kerfuffle. Yes, exactly. So now... This is an episode you don't want him to listen to because now he knows to go back to 2015 if he wants to hear. Yeah, don't listen to this one either. So so don't listen to this episode. Maybe the next episode is the one you want to listen to. That makes sense. I appreciate the theory and actually think it holds water. I think it's a pretty good theory. Could have been listening to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me or something, right? Yeah, it could have been anything. Anything with a trivia answer or... I don't know. Uh, let's. Your average podcast is what three dudes in a room. So let's say <laughs> there are three white dudes sitting around talking three, about a thing. Three white dudes, yeah, exactly. And it uh, came up where they're like, "Oh, what do you call it when you? It's not a felony. It's uh, when you when you just break a guy's uh, windshield. Uh, what, what is that called? <laughs> yeah, and he's like misdemeanor. He yells exactly, exactly. All right, I think that could have been it. There we go. Uh, is, it's yeah. as uh, as good as anything else that we could come uh, come up with. I'm sure. Yeah, I have no other. I have no other good ideas on what this yeah. might be. I've been struggling with it. Here's one from, uh, oh, we got an idea about, uh, we talked about casting Galactus. Oh, know? sure. Okay. Because, uh, you know, we got some Marvel stuff coming up that might include Galactus. Good. Yeah, certainly. And uh, the, uh, Fantastic Four getting, getting yeah. a new writer. And I think we said something like Nicolas Cage or something because we were, I don't remember why that came yes, up. Yes, because we talked about him being able to eat a planet for hours. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Duh. Yeah. Uh, well, we got a call about that. Let's find out what they say. Hello. You were talking about Galactus being Dick Cage. Well, here's a hot take for you. What about Deep Roy? Love the show, though. Okay, so Deep, <laughs> Deep Roy as Galactus is funny in the same way that Peter Dinklage was funny for... That's, yeah, and I feel tri- uh, Trigion or, tr- 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 or whatever, whatever it was, yeah. yeah. In, uh, and that's Thor. why I think they couldn't do it twice. I feel like, you know, having <laughs> two giants that be, are played by little people might be, might you be a little too you know, on the nose. That's a pattern a after that. Too, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Maybe a pattern they don't necessarily want to go down. Yeah. I didn't, I, I was thinking about that after I got the call. I was like, I don't know if they can do it twice. You can do it once. Maybe yeah. I think you get away with it. You know, it's kind of funny. It's like, Oh, he's huge. That's hilarious. What a, what a, yeah. almost, almost empowering. It's almost like, Hey, it's the opposite of your real life. And <clears throat> no one can be offended by that. But if you do it twice, you're like, okay, you guys come on now. Yeah, I think uh, John Hamm as uh, Galactus. All right, hold on. It's not bad. I'm picturing it's not bad. it. You know, big booming voice, uh, strong jaw. Picture a world that I'm going to eat. 
I'm going to eat that whole House, world. Housewife sitting there. She's <laughs> Her husband's gone off to work. She's uh, looking for something to do. Have you seen then that? something catches her eye out of the, Have <laughs> the you seen that? of the kitchen. There's a meme floating around of John Hamm aged. He looks like 79 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be like the idea is like, hey, what if we did a follow-up show? Maybe it was an April Fool's thing. I don't know. But what if we did a okay. follow-up Mad Men 2 show? He's way older. He's still working in advertising. He run, he owns the place now. Right. And he's up pitching an idea in the early 2000s for that horrible Quiznos ad with the uh, <laughs> little monkeys or whatever it was. The sponge monkeys or yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really That's caught me hilarious. funny. Oh, yeah. I'd love to look for that. That's really, really funny. But I'd be all right with John Hamm. I, I still haven't. I still don't know any other good. J.K. Simmons isn't bad, but he's already in the MCU, yeah. sort of. Not really, yeah. but kind of. Yeah, we I think mean, of them as J. Jonah Jameson. He's in that uh, right. I mean, he's in the if if, if uh, Tom Holland Spider Man is in the MCU, then so is that J. Jonah. Oh, Jameson. right, because he hung around for that. That's right. He so he's still the there. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he can Except do that. Now he's now he's the uh, um, like the the shock jock, you know, kind of fake news spouting uh, mm-hmm. angry blogger. I don't want to say angry blogger because all that makes me think of is Dr. Doom and how yeah, sad that was. Which is such a sad idea. What a terrible freaking thing. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you guys have not seen that commercial with the uh, sponge monkey, right. waste oh, a few God, minutes was, of your time and go check it it's out. It's fantastic. And that was done by, oh shoot, um, a really clever art house that did like a, a great video for Lowe's cover of independent women by uh, Beyonce or destiny's child. It's great. Yeah. That, that group is so awesome. Yeah. I actually, so as much as people look at it and just think what a weird, why would that ever get aired or whatever? I always yeah. liked it. It worked. For I me. did too. Yeah. It made, it was memorable. It is an ad that we still talk about today. And that was, 20 years ago 20, 20 years, years ago years yeah years ago. or or maybe even more and i remember maybe. i remember at the even at the time going ooh i could go for quiznos this would be all right <laughs> you know yeah what else sure. do you want out of your ads you want it to be yeah, memorable you want it to be memorable you want somebody to think of it and immediately want your product it totally works yeah have it um, have it associate with the thing you think of so i think of quiznos every time it's not hard to yeah. connect the two i think it's like brilliant marketing i think so job. too yeah good so job so yesterday uh steven brought up uh, Jamie Madrox, Multiple Man. Um, oh, right. When we were talking about the secret invasion, yep. I think that I don't think that that what we're seeing in there is Multiple Man. I think we're seeing scrolls that are all looking like the same. Oh, person. Interesting. Okay, he does, it's not that so. character then. I don't think it's that character. Okay. I think you, so, uh, but is it still okay? There's still this issue of uh, the scrolls are fundamentally different in the MCU due to what they did with them in uh, right. Things they're 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 villains in the in Captain the Marvel, uh, yeah. comics, yeah. yeah. And they and then and then and they're unpo- unapologetically villains. There's no like, yes. oh, they were actually better the whole time. We just didn't, you know, like they've taken right. a real turn with yeah. it. So it feels like calling it Secret Invasion invokes what the comic did, but it's but they c- kind of can't the way they've set them up. Unless there's a faction of like they're saying I, in the chat, that, maybe there's a faction of I horrible think that's scrolls. Exactly it. I think it's going to be a faction of of uh, evil scrolls that have infiltrated Earth. Okay, I'm actually looking forward to this series. I am too. It looks like it looks like it's got the Winter Soldier vibes, and mm-hmm. I'm all for it. A little dark, a little gritty. I like seeing. Um, I like seeing. Uh, I'm said Nick Cage. I like seeing Nick Fury without his patch. 
So all you yeah. see is this. Well, but now that I know how he lost his eye, I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> I'm still annoyed. About a little that. bit. Yeah. I just I think that was a weird idea. Listen, uh, Flurgan's not a cat. It's a you know he he got slashed by a Flurgan and did in it a uh, Flurgan. That's true. Flergen. A brutal alien slashed alien. his eye. Yeah, exactly. And that should be how I think of it. But unfortunately, I think of it you, as a you kitty. You see it as just a cat, a tabby. Yeah, just a little cat. cute little tabby cat. Poked yeah. him in the eye. And and Sam Jackson, <laughs> who doesn't take any crap, who reads from the Bible before he shoots you in the face, you right. know, he now that's that's who that's now now he's got a little kitty scratch. Like I don't know, it's hard for me. <laughs> hard for me what's under your eye patch <laughs> i haven't quite got over that yet i guess anyway <clears throat> otherwise i quite like that movie uh let's uh let's move on yeah. we got some news to cover today thank you all for your calls by the way 801-471-0462 is the number you can leave voicemails or texts yeah. at that line we'll take either all of it works yeah yeah and uh of course email if you'd rather uh the morning stream at gmail.com okay we got some uh some of this to do here let's uh let's push this button it's time for the news, and it's brought to you by Master Wabbit and his gaming stream at twitch.tv slash masterwabbit. Okay, a little... Uh, he's been playing uh, Splatoon 3, which is really fun to watch. Oh, cool. Okay. If y'all want... Uh, if you hear this stuff and you go, wait a minute, how come he's getting his cool thing mentioned? Here's what I do sometimes. I go into the Discord, the TMS uh, channel in the Frog Pants Discord, and there's a group in there called... Hold on a second. Uh... Pimp my stuff or something, uh, like something like that. Promote yourself, it's called. Promote yourself, yes. Uh, pimp my stuff sounds more MTV, and I like it better. <laughs> we should change it. Kind of does, yeah. We yeah. should change it. Anyway, because I don't know how friendly the term pimp is anymore. Like, yeah, you know. I don't know. If, you know, pimps. We used to think of them as lovable, fur wearing, yeah. cane walking bear. Sure, sure. Yeah. But it turns out they were kind of and are kind of <laughs> terrible. <laughs> anyway, uh, they when people post stuff in there, I go look in there and go, "Oh, this this sounds like a cool stream. We're going to talk about that guy's thing." Or that's how I found out about the book, and you know, yeah, these sorts of things. Promote yourself is what I'm saying. So get in there, and if you got a yeah. thing that you do on the regular, or you just published something on Amazon, or you just made a a cool thing, and you just want people to see it, you got an Etsy channel or something, we'll just do it. These are like just free little, free little promos for you people. Okay, just do it. Uh, yeah, just do it. All right, Brian. There's a here's our first story. Okay. A woman is suing. I'm, I'm trying to do more Vegas stories as we lead up to our trip. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, good. I just figure, you know, why not? And, and if nothing else, it gives us cautionary tales. Yes. Right? You yeah. know, we get, we get uh, oh, we'll stay away from this intersection in Vegas because <laughs> there's a chud living that pops his head out of the sewer every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, which wouldn't surprise me with that weird underground stuff. No, it wouldn't surprise me. But we don't want to scare anybody. Vegas is a very welcoming town. It uh, it's it a is. great time. There are, you know, little corners of it that are a little sus, but you just need to know where they are and that sort of thing. You know, in Mitzula, we trust. In Brian, we trust. Like, we, they know the yeah. town. We just listen to them. Everything's fine. But, you know, there's little places you probably shouldn't go. And I just don't want to freak any of you out. All right. Everything's fine. It's all good. <laughs> it's an oasis in the desert, Brian. It's a beautiful right. Right. city on fire. Look at the lights and the, and the, the smells and the attractions. I, boy, I should work for the Las Vegas Tourism You should, board. yeah. I, I, maybe don't start. Maybe the tagline shouldn't be, it's a city on fire. Maybe that, maybe that shouldn't be the... Uh... You don't think? <laughs> what happens in Vegas burns in Vegas. That's right. It's a city swarming with locusts. That's that was a few right. years ago. Um, yeah. All right. A woman is suing Las Vegas Wendy's, a Wendy's location in Las Vegas, 
After she says a hamburger broke broke her teeth. Ooh. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, she filed a lawsuit on Thursday against the Las Vegas Wendy's after she claimed it bit. Uh, she bit into the hamburger, which contained pieces of glass-like particles. Oh God, I'd be worried more worried about the glass-like particles cutting my mouth than breaking a tooth. But yeah, maybe, that's, that's maybe whatever she bit into turned into glass-like particles after she bit it. This actually brings up <clears throat> a question I've been wanting to ask on the show, and I always forget. When you get a burger, I don't care from where. Fancy yeah. burger, cheap burgers, sure. something in between, whatever. Sure. Do you open the lid to check things before <laughs> you eat? I don't. I never, I don't think I ever do. No. I feel like I don't either, but I should when I read stories like this because I don't want, I mean, I did that one time with the burger that had the footmark in it. Yeah. Right. Also Which a Wendy's. Also, also happened to be a Wendy's. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, you should do no. this more often. I mean, if you do that, then, you know, why just limit it to burgers? Why not, uh, you know, dump all the fries out of the container and, and kind of look through and make sure there's nothing but fries in there and uh, lift the steak and make sure there's nothing hiding under it. That's true. I guess you if could you get, get it, really weird about it. If you start it. down one hole, you're just going to over check your, analyze your food to death. I think the problem is, or part of the problem is a burger is, there's a couple of things going on there. One, it's a self-contained uh, cacophony of items. So there's meat, there's sure. lettuce, there's tomato, there's condiments. There's all this stuff inside of this little package yeah. and also prepared by a 16 year old somewhere. Right. <laughs> right. So, you know, having that friend that worked lift the, the lid, you're just going to see what's on top of the cheese. You're going to see some condiment action and, uh, but you're not going to see what's under the cheese or under the meat. That's true. I don't get yeah. cheese anymore, so I have that one advantage, but it's uh, not much of one because it's still, again, it's just a mess. Like, you don't know what's in that right. meat. It's probably in exactly. the meat. If it's a problem, it's either in the meat or under the meat. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you make a good point. I think we should all just trust in the burger we're given. You know? Yeah. And if you run into glass like particles, then, you know, just don't go there anymore. <laughs> sue the Problem pants. Off. Sue the pants off of Wendy's if that happens. Exactly. To you. Give give an old fashioned lawsuit. Yeah, an old. <laughs> Dave Thomas in his grave, grinning and smiling, and thumbs up in that idea. <laughs> he loves it. Um, well, anyway, she did this uh, according to Clark County uh, District Court. Uh, they broke her teeth. This stuff. Jennifer Halston Haston, I think is how you say it. Haston. Yep. Uh, accused of the fast food restaurant in Rancho Drive uh, or on Rancho Drive near Craig Road. I don't know where that is. No, me neither. Of uh, serving a burger with hard and clear glass like particles uh, in it, court documents said. Uh, when she began to consume the burger prepared and cooked by Wendy's and provided to her via the pickup window, she experienced a tremendous sense of shock and fear as her burger was not juicy and tender as expected, but instead consisted of hard and clear like or clear glass like particles. That not only created loud crunching and breaking sounds, but in fact, these hard and clear glass-like particles actually broke many of Mrs. Haston's teeth. Oh, my God. I'm just not sure. What is it again? Oh, I'm sorry. Glass-like glass particles. particles. Yeah, I say that a lot. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. If this happened to me, this kind of happened to Kim. She was at a Habit Burger. Yeah. And if you know anything about my wife, she has... I don't know how she did this Gen genetics or just something something's in the water in Mississippi, but she has perfect teeth and all her wisdom teeth. She has like oh, extra, wow. extra teeth. She's like a xenomorph. She's got all these extra teeth <laughs> and uh, none of them need to be pulled. And they're perfect all around. They're white wow. as snow. Just my wife and her teeth pisses me off how great her teeth are because I don't have those. Yeah, and no, uh, she has hardly any work on them. I think she maybe had one, cavity when she was a kid nothing as an adult just 
pristine. When they see her mouth, they go, oh, wow. Can we take a picture of this? And, like, <laughs> well, you're a patient of the month again. Yeah, and there's yeah. a long Again, every, <laughs> every time you come, month, it all yeah. says Kim Johnson on there when she goes to the dentist. Right. right. But anyway, she, uh, we were at a habit, and she bit down on a burger. And the burger didn't have glass-like particles in it, but it had uh-huh. a hard... Um, like a little bone sinew. Oh, sure. Um, right. Like ball. the cartilage whatever. Yeah. The really tough. Yeah. And hit that just in the right place and just hard enough that it cracked her most rear right oh, tooth. Oh, no. And so she has a crown now as a result, but it's the only they time she's ever had streak. it. Her perfect, yeah. her perfect record. She was yeah. so she was so pissed, Brian. She was so mad. <laughs> we weren't mad enough to sue, but it was yeah. like, I don't no, think. That would piss me off, too. I don't think we've been back since then. It's not that they're, you know, ever you're always going to run this chance. Beef is beef and stuff's in there. Yeah, exactly. But we haven't been to the habit in three years or something since it happened. But anyway, that's story number I one. Have, I don't have one close by, so I can't. Oh, you do have them in Colorado now, though, right? Yeah, somewhere in Colorado, but not not near me. They're not worth I mean, they're they're fine if you're near them, but it, you don't need to, like, go out of your way, I don't think. Okay. They're all right. All right. They're just, like, the same kind of thing you get at a... Oh, geez, I don't even know what else to compare it to. They're like the... Smashburger. Yeah, Smashburger. That's actually, yeah. I would... If there was a Smashburger habit and a Five Guys, the, yeah. the the argument would be, is it Five Guys or Smash? Because oh. I'd prefer either of those over... Over Habit. Over Habit. Cool. It's not that Habit's bad. It's just of the three, I, it's not my favorite. And those other two I've got close to me, so yep. there we go. Brian's got five guys right next to him. I got five guys. Just <laughs> arms reach away. Room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At all times. Uh, all right. Here's a story. Boy, I didn't mean to do this all about food, but I did. Oh. Uh, ramen for breakfast? Well, mm. cup of noodles. New flavor tastes like egg sausage and maple syrup pancakes. How do you feel about this? You I'd try it. Yeah, I'd try I it. Don't I don't know. I wouldn't seek it yeah. out, but I'd try it. Right. Like, I would I would seek it out to try one for sure because I'm a big fan of breakfast. I think it's the most important meal of the day, and uh, and you know I like pancakes too. So where can why we, not? Can we get these? Maybe we should try I these. Imagine on the show. we can. By the way, we have popcorn. We have to try on. The oh show. yeah, do you have it handy? Like right I there. I can have it. I can have it within sixty seconds. All right. Here's the deal. Um, you know what? Mine's right here. Maybe we do that. We just try yeah. these. You know what? Go. You want to take your sixty yeah, you, seconds. You finished uh, talking about cup noodles, which doesn't have an up uh, or an of, which always blows my mind that they're not cup of noodles. Yeah, they're just cup noodles. This is a Mandela thing for me. I, it really is. Yeah, I can't even look at it without saying it. It's too weird. All right, I'll be right back. All right, so Brian's gonna go grab his his uh, popcorn. We got some custom custom ass popcorn. Where's the? I have a. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, somewhere. Oh, there it is. They have their business cards. We can give them props. Anyway, ramen for breakfast. Cup of noodles. New flavor. Tastes like egg sausage and maple syrup. Cup noodles. I can't say it that way. That's effed. Cup noodles has already cornered the lunch and dinner market uh, for people looking to dine on dime, but now it's setting its sights on breakfast. The iconic ramen brand's latest product is its first designed product for the most important meal of the day. Cup noodles breakfast. It's a limited edition offering with bright, colorful package, advertising it being artificially flavored as maple syrup pancakes, sausage, and egg. Uh, here's my plan. Somehow, some way, Brian and I are going to buy these 
and we're going to have we're going to try these on the show. We're going to get them for the show, and we're going to have cup and noodle breakfast on the show. That's the that's our cool. commitment. Awesome. I don't know how, I don't know found, how or how soon. They're rare, or they're not rare. They're they're limited time only, so we probably have to find them soon. But um, if anyone out there has a line on them and let let us know, we'll uh, I'll Venmo you and get them coming. I don't know. Maybe I can just get them at the store. I don't know. Might be able to. Yeah, I don't know. Um, these are part of that Nissan Foods USA thing. They said by adding cup of noodles breakfast to our lineup, we are truly feeding cravings around the clock, morning, noon, and night, or late night. It says. Remember. I, I want to say that when we went to Japan, there was uh, the first morning and we were looking for breakfast and we ended up at one of these places that you basically have a um, a big panel when you walk into the restaurant and you actually pay for your meal using like coins and bills yeah. with this panel, choosing what you want. It spits out a little ticket. You take the ticket to the front. And then they give you the food that you ordered. And, oh, uh, interesting. One of those things was noodles. I don't think it was a full-on ramen bowl of like ramen soup, but it was just noodles. It was noodles for breakfast, which is like, oh, okay, cool. I guess if it's just, I mean, it's just carbs, right? It's just, it's like having yeah. cereal or something. I don't know. It seems fine. I don't think it's yeah. going to be that bad. We're going to try it. Okay, so we got on our hands this uh, popcorn from the Popcorn Baron. Yes. Keith C. Perry Jr. That's a cool name. Super cool. And I think we, we might have gotten different flavors because you mentioned Korean barbecue. I, think. I got Korean barbecue. And then uh, where's the other one? The other one. Oh, Ambassador is... Domo says uh, these will be these will be available at Walmart starting tomorrow. Oh, these uh, cup noodles things. So, all right. I'm, I'll stop. I actually have a Walmart connection. I got to see if I can use that. Yeah, you, you have a direct one. I'm going to use uh, my my connection to Walmart is, hey, Kim, when you're out today, grab me some cup of noodles. <laughs> And she'll say, isn't it cup of noodles? And I'll say, nope, it's cup noodles. Surprisingly not. Um, anyway, so this, uh, the kind I got here is uh, 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 the Korean barbecue. I can't find the other bag. Mm. I know I have a, actually there's two bags. One uh, one of them had, so there's three, I got t- three total. Two of these are savory. One was sugary. So Kim took the sugary one because I can't have okay. that. <laughs> uh, those would be bad for me. But I, but I can yeah. test these Korean barbecues here, which are very... Cool. Dark. I mean, that's dark. Look at that. That is. Look at that. So we did get different flavors because I got cinnamon roll, honey barbecue, and butter chicken. Oh my gosh, butter chicken. Butter chicken. So I'm gonna start. I guess I should start with the savory and then. Yeah, yeah. My way that down. sounds amazing. Butter chicken. I know this should be really, really good. Butter chicken popcorn, you guys. I know. Um, I right. can say with some authority, the last bag that I can't find is good because I did taste one, but then I bagged it up. <laughs> that means somebody took it. Uh-huh. Let's was, blame the kids. Time to blame Nick. Time to Nick. blame Nick. What, when, when was Nick here, and what did he do? Yep. All right. All right. I'm going to try the butter chicken while you try the Korean barbecue. All right. Here we go. Oh, my Lord. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, that's fantastic. These are flavor blasted, man. Mm. Are, are yours, like, super intense? Super intense. I am, like, I'm at an Indian restaurant right now having butter chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this has a kick. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the, the, if you look at them, these these kernels are just buried in it. Yeah, yeah. So it's the kind of snack you don't want to like eat the whole thing. You want to like sp- you want to spread this one out. For sure. All right. These are great. Hold on. It's uh, gonna... keep keep going with your other flavors. Yep. All right. I'm going to switch to honey barbecue. I'll save cinnamon roll for last. They don't have a website on here. Is there a Discord or something? I have a Discord link or like a, a, a um, Q 
QR code. All right. I feel like I should have a cup. Ah, no, never mind. <laughs> what were you going like to do? Little, I was going to have some coffee in between to kind of cleanse my palate. But... Oh, right. All I have is water. Mm. Which one's Holy that? Cow. Which one's that? Honey barbecue. Is it good? I feel like Violet Beauregard. I'm like describing the everlasting gobstopper as every flavor. Oh, no. Comes into play. You're going to turn purple. Oh, second course is chicken. Yeah. And it's like roasted chicken with honey barbecue sauce on it. Yeah, we're going to roll Brian out of here when he's done. That's right. Oh, here comes dessert. Yeah. It's a cinnamon roll <laughs> with all the trimmings. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, shoot. Mm. I was hoping to send people to a website. He does have uh, other stuff, though. Like on Twitter, he's at G-E-K-I-O. So G-E-K-I-O-H. Hmm. I would seek this oh shit out. God. It's really good. It's fantastic. I don't want to take these back upstairs because I don't want Tina to have any of them. Well, you should hoard them. You should mm-hmm. keep them all for yourself. Yeah. Big fan. Holy crap. This, this cinnamon roll is fantastic. Is all it? Right. I think that's what Kim got. Yeah. She won't let me have it because it's sugary. It's probably And that's good because I can't that's be good. doing sugar. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, were they the same people... No, separate people sent me. Uh, I don't have their name here, so I probably should. Same bring people it up. sent it to you, but it was a different. Like Natalie got this stuff from the popcorn baron. Oh, that's and what it was. Also got these other. Yeah, the the the, the gummy sugar free gummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these sugar free gummies. These Albanese brand. Shocked yeah. by these. They're they're uh, they're zero sugar. Um, let's see. And then we gave you the poops. No, these like don't. The, That's like what the I love Amazon, about it. Because uh, <laughs> the Amazon jelly beans were terrible. They gave me the poops like yeah, nobody's business because yeah. they were all sugar alcohols. This thing's some, like some other stuff. They're, they come off a little sour, but I actually like that. Ooh, these nice, these yeah. are great. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for yeah. your contributions, in particular her. What was her full name again? Do we have her full name? Uh, Natalie. I don't know her. Don't have her last name. Natalie, thank you so much. That was really nice. Natalie and uh, and um, the guy's name and the cats, if I remember correctly. Yep. I can't remember <laughs> the guy's name either. I'm horrible. Can't remember either. Uh, and then Keith C. Perry. Natalie Taylor. Natalie Taylor. Natalie Taylor. Awesome. Yes. Uh, Natalie Allen and the cats. There we go. Uh, they, I my, apologies to, uh, my apologies to Allen for yeah. forgetting his name. I played bass for Natalie Allen and the cats for a, a while. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it was all right. They, yeah. they, they didn't really have a good direction after, in the end, and we had to break the band up. Um, uh, let's see. One more story here. We got a four-year-old boy who became the youngest person on the planet to publish a book. Ooh. Oh, I like a little feel-good story. No kidding. Here's uh, here's your story. United Arab, Arab Emirates boy became the world's youngest person to publish a book at the age of only four years old and uh, 218 days. He's He's working on five wow no kidding yeah really close. uh it's weird to think he's fans age um guinness world records and saeed rashid amiri was four years old and 218 days old when he published his first book the elephant saeed and the bear uh the record was verified when his book sold 1000 copies i guess there's a threshold you have to hit mm-hmm. to say you've published a book i don't know say exactly yeah because you could you could draw something on a, a piece of uh paper fold in half and say it's my book yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I, I feel like that would be slightly disingenuous to do that. Yes, exactly. Uh, let's see here. It says here uh, his book, or Mary's book, is about kindness and friendship. And uh, he was inspired by his sister, A. Diaby is her name, 
who holds the Guinness World Record for the youngest person to publish a bilingual book as a female and youngest person to publish a bilingual book series, also female category. Jeez. He says, I love my sister so much and I enjoy playing with her all the time. Well, he's quite the little speaker for four. Uh, We read, write, and draw and do many activities together. I wrote my book uh, inspired by her as I felt I could have my own book too. All right. I, they put well, the, guess the, what, kid? You've set your bar already pretty high. Good <laughs> luck the rest of your life trying to live up to that. Yeah, no kidding. Where do you go from here? At five, you'll be the first person to... I mean, I don't know. Where do you go from there? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe we're I witnessing the next great brain. You know? We could be. Exactly. This is going to be the, the future will be a TED Talk, and then after that, everyone will go, oh, I can't believe he did a TED Talk at five years old. And then at six, <laughs> he'll, he'll fix cancer or something. I don't know. And then at eight, he'll announce his retirement. Yeah, and that'll be the end of it. I'll be the end of it. Uh, that's going to do it for today's news. When we come back after this break, we'll talk to Bill, who's been fishing in Florida. Nice. We'll see how he's doing. Hopefully he didn't get any of that nasty weather down there. I hear uh, it's his brother's birthday today. Oh, just his brother, though. Just his brother. Not him. Yeah, just his twin brother. Yeah, yeah. not him, though. because We'll have to tell him to wish his brother a happy birthday Yeah, from us. Yeah, yeah. please do. Uh, anyway, we'll have him here. We got Bobby here. Got a question from a listener for Bobby. All kinds of fun stuff coming up. But we need to take a musical break. And Brian, as usual, prepared a song. So what do you got today? Oh, I love this. All right. So if you're a fan of like the mid-1990s alternative rock bands, things like Super Chunk, Material Issue, um, the heavier stuff that Toad the Wet Sprocket did, stuff like that, uh, you're going to love this. This is a, a Brighton, UK band called Harker H-A-R-K-E-R and uh, such such great stuff this is really really good this is a brand new track from their sing- I'm sorry it's a brand new single that they released last week it's called Wasting Time here is Harker
This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Do you ever look at Instagram accounts devoted to you being a heartthrob when you're feeling down? Yes, I do. E, 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 E. Morning stream. Raw meat. Do you like raw meat? And we returned. Who is that? Uh, one more time. That performer. Yeah, that is the uh, punk rock powerhouse Harker from Brighton, UK, and their brand new single, "Wasting Time." Nice. I feel like we don't have enough hardcore punk rocker type uh, moderny things. Anymore. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Don't it all think- turned uh, into kind of the the. Emo punk like uh, Blink One Eighty Two and mm-hmm. and that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We don't we don't mind. Yeah. But you know, where this where good. this where's the modern Sex Pistols? You know, exactly. Yes. What happened to them? Where's well, we know what happened to them. What happened to? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll t- I don't know. Well, we know what happened to a couple of them anyway. I don't yeah. know what happened to all of them, but uh, they're both. Uh, they've been put in their holster. The Sex Pistols right. are. Uh, they're being properly cared for. You know, it's your Second Amendment right to hold a sex pistol in your hand. But uh, that's right. That's right. You need to be trained and have a permit. <laughs> uh, Make sure you go to classes to handle your sex pistol. Yeah, yeah. all the, all of those things are important for sure. There's still something wrong, isn't there, Bill? <laughs> oh, look who it is! It's <laughs> I always forget the fart at the end. Uh, Bill Duran joining us from PunishProps.com and uh, recently returned from a big fishing trip or something down there. What do you mm-hmm. t- Tell us about that. What would you do? Sure. So um, my parents vacation in Florida every winter now because mm. they're retired. And when you live on the East Coast, that's what you do. Mm. Right. Uh, they used to go down to Sanibel Island, but a hurricane uh, clean wiped that right off the map. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Though, so uh, we went to Key Largo. We went down to the Florida Keys. I've never been down there. Um, Brittany and I visited for just a week, but my parents were down there for a solid month, and they did lots of fishing. Oh wow! Uh, did you fishing, catch? You catch anything? I saw a photo. I think of you doing. Oh something. Yeah. yeah, we caught many fish. Uh, yeah. Fishing is the thing to do down there. Turns out, yeah, everyone's very into it. Sure. Every house sure. has a boat lift to mm-hmm. put their boat in the water, and sure. It was a whole thing, but it was really fun. Um, Fishing isn't exactly my thing, but my dad's very into it. He has a boat that they trailered all the way down there. And uh, we got to go out in the ocean and do some fishing, which I've never done before. And uh, and I threw up a lot. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. Just from the boat rocking. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So we went out one day and it was really um, just, just rolling waves about three feet and just enough of that. Over an hour or two, yeah, uh, was enough to to upset my belly. Yeah, I was not the only one. My dad's friend Ed was there. He was also throwing up. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great way to chum the water though and get those fish in it's there. Exactly <laughs> what we were doing. That is exactly what we were doing. Yeah. And there were many, oh, many yeah. fish. And I 
And I did catch a fish that day. I caught I caught one good keeper, a yellowtail snapper. We ate it later. Yeah. Ooh, yum. Um, but we got to go out again the next day, and it was much calmer, and I didn't throw up, and we caught a bunch more you fish. Got, did, you get your, <laughs> did you feel like you had your sea legs by then? Like, uh, you could handle it better or something? That's what they always say, um, right? You just do it long legs, enough yeah, and right. get used to it. Uh, this was more just the weather was better. The, mm. the weather was nice and calm. Yeah. yeah. You're like my wife. She has the worst motion sickness stuff the oh, yeah. worst when we went on that cruise day five was like a choppy day at sea oh no not a good day bad day no yeah I was, it's, I was fine. it's miserable the sea was very angry that day my friends yeah, yeah. I was more i'm usually pretty her. good yeah. I, I grew up boating and stuff i'm usually pretty good but there's something about like trying to retie a hook while you're staring at it and the boat is just bobbing up and down by like three feet was, yeah that did me in that can be a lot <laughs> well i'm glad you had a good time and got away there's nothing yeah. wrong with that sounds nice oh yeah uh while you were gone i thought of you a lot because i got you know once again completely obsessed with uh dyson sphere program which is you know one of these automation freaking things my gosh that game just gets its claws (laughs) into you and you don't want to stop i kind of had to quit and do other stuff because i was doing it at night and i was dreaming all night about yeah conveyor belts and where to put them and 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 why uh, this particular one is all jammed up and another one hardly has anything on it. Did I, did I forget an intake thing somewhere? Like all of those things you go through while you're playing one of these games, satisfactory like that as well. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, where's Bill when I need him? He'd probably have a good solution for the stupid belt. <laughs> anyway. I haven't, I haven't tried that one. I haven't tried Dyson Sphere yet. We did dive into V Rising recently. Oh, V Rising is great. Survival crafting. Yeah. yeah. We love that and, game. Uh, that game's thoroughly great. hooked. Yeah, that game um, is, is certified crack. I had to do a similar thing with that one. I had to, <laughs> mm-hmm. had to get off of it for a while. but uh, Cold turkey, yeah. But this whole like daylight, stay in the shadows thing, it's pretty unique. It's pretty cool. It's neat. It is neat. I'm going to be probably playing that all today. Yeah, and may, probably make um, a prop or two is my guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you never know. Uh, speaking of which, what did you bring for us today to talk about? Sure. Um, so while I was down in Florida, other than fishing... There was a lot of wildlife. Of course, I did some photography. Oh, good. Shot some animals. My camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, camera. That's the only way to shoot them. Yeah, Yeah. great. I agree. My my mom uh, was also there, and she's she is the photographer that inspired me to be a photographer. So the two of us were out there trying to get shots of whatever the local wildlife is, whatever I can't shoot when I'm up here, Mm -hmm. Uh, and we saw tons of stuff. So there were iguanas everywhere. Uh, in fact, I just tweeted out uh, a handful of photos that I that I took while I was out there. If you want to check those out, I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, iguanas everywhere, but the birds are really what we were into. And the bird that I had never seen before was a great white heron. We see lots of great blue herons, um, especially where I'm from in New York uh, and around here in the Pacific Northwest. But I've never seen a great white heron before, and there were a couple of them around. Oh, these uh, shots really are so cool. good, dude. Oh, my gosh. What, yes. uh, National Geographic knocking at your door or what? <laughs> <laughs> so here's how we how we did that. My mom um, had been doing recon before I got there. So she kind of knew where to find the birds. And one of them was just in the um, – it was a short boat ride from where we were staying. And we would go out at sunset every night during the, the golden hour. And we knew where the birds were going to be. So we just – motor our boat over there and uh, just take some photos of them and maybe get 
see if he'll take off and try and take a photo of him while he's in the air. Oh, very cool. That's um, awesome. But yeah, very much owed to my mom having done a little bit of recon and research before we got there so that we knew exactly where to go to get the shots that we wanted. That's so great. we saw lots of great white herons. We saw lots of egrets, which are very similar, slightly smaller white birds. Mm. Tons of pelicans, of course. They're like they're like pigeons around here. There's just pelicans everywhere. <laughs> Um, well, we also saw frigate birds, which I had never seen before. I don't even know oh, what really? that is. What's a frigate bird? Yeah. Uh, they're really big. They fly really high up, and they can stay in the air for, like, days at a time, which is kind of cool. Well, uh, that is cool. Also, um, I'm trying to think, because if they call them a frigate bird, that does imply size. Like, they got to be big, because frigates, like in... Well, unless they just hang around frigates. like they. they... Oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like if you're you're not gonna call like if it's you got a power line bird, it's not because it's made of electrical it's shaped whatever. like a power line. Yeah, <laughs> it's because it hangs around on power lines. Um, no, that's really cool. I knew you know someone who appreciates birds like you probably every time you go to a place where you're gonna have a different ecosystem like that, you probably get pretty stoked about what you're gonna see. I do, yeah, especially yeah, yeah the stuff that I, that aren't around here. Uh, and the frigate birds are huge, like six feet. And uh, wing wingspan, Jeez. bananas. Oh wow! Um, we also saw osprey, which aren't that exciting. We have them around here, but I saw lots of them. Yeah. Uh, and I had my um, my long lens. I have a six hundred millimeter lens, and we just keep it in the boat because we went out fishing a ton. And whenever birds showed up, I could just grab that and snap them while they're doing fun stuff. I got lots of photos of um, of pelicans. Like we'd catch a tiny fish and hurl it to the pelicans and try and get a photo of them eating it because. That's we- a weird creature. <laughs> mm-hmm. What other creature has a sack on their neck that they use to, to swallow fish? Whole? Yeah, yeah, right. I need look. None of us get to use our sack for anything that cool. No, <laughs> certainly not. Not for eating, at least. No, not at all. That's right. Uh, and then, so something else fun I got to do. I brought my GoPro, um, and I zip tied it to a stick <laughs> to like a mop handle, so that I could. Hmm. shove it in the water uh and film animals that are near oh, the water oh that's cool yeah so, this manatee uh, thing or something and you'd have a remote like you'd be looking on your phone at whatever it's capturing right um, so you, you can kind of you can i tried that yeah but the impedance from the water mm. actually cuts the signal off pretty quickly oh really? so i did okay. try and, and view it while it was underwater that didn't quite work um but you and i have the same idea Yep. Uh, so I would just sort of blindly stab under the water and hope that I could frame a manatee or whatever it was. Uh, uh-huh. be- behind the house, where every house ha- ha- is on a canal, and your back um, yard is just water. And there's a little fish cleaning station there. So we'd clean the fish and then throw the bits in the water. And uh, uh, I got a video of a nurse shark at some point swimming around oh, under wow. there. And then this manatee friend showed up and wanted to, wanted so to gobble up some... The cows of the sea. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, look you at You can that. see, like, scars and stuff on him. Yeah. Like, he's, he's yeah, what do you think that is? scratch on his neck there. Jeez. What is that from, do you think? Is that, like, another animal did it? Or you get it from, like, a, a boat? bird. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a knife. <laughs> no, it's, pro- it's probably the propeller of a boat. It's oh, very likely. man. He is banged up. Look at that wow. in the back end, too. I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm good for him, and is vacuuming up all the shit nobody else wants to eat. That's what you want from your right. yeah. Sea cow. Good, good on him for getting that big, eating lettuce off the bottom of the 
the ocean. <laughs> right. That's so cool. Look at you, Mister uh, cool. Mister Deep Sea freaking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Right. Uh, Netflix will call you for their new Attenborough documentary anytime, Dad. <laughs> yeah, my documentary is called GoPro on a Stick. GoPro on a Stick. <laughs> you know what? I would watch the hell out of a series called GoPro oh, on a Stick. For sure. Yeah. yeah. All the weird stuff you could do with a GoPro on a Stick is an amazing idea for a show. Don't tell anyone. The good thing we're not on the air where lots of people hear this. Yep, Nobody yep. tell anybody. Yeah. No, I guess it's it's our little secret. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Quest DSV says the chat. That's perfect. Yes. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, I did. So yeah. I had an idea. I didn't. I wasn't brave enough to try this. My GoPro says it will survive up to 130 some odd feet underwater. Hmm. And we were fishing at 130 feet of water. I considered tying my GoPro to the sinker on my fishing pole. And just dropping it down 100 feet and see what it gets. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's no light down there. And I also didn't want to lose my camera. And I also didn't want to get crushed. It to get crushed by the, the depths. But sure, I was tempted. It would have been pretty cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. Do you ever feel like you maybe had a second life in that career? You know, doing... Uh, like videography? Yeah. Like, like animal, animal stuff yeah. and all that. I could see you doing that. Yeah, I really I enjoy like the Attenborough nature nature documentaries, like that sort of stuff. And I'm always blown away when you see a shot, like a wildlife shot, and you're amazed by it. But then you stop to think, how, how did they get that? Yeah. How on yeah. earth did they get that shot? I would watch a documentary, a documentary just about that, about how they get those. Shots. Yeah, the how they made it stuff is fascinating because yeah. a lot of times it's just simply crazy lenses no one else has, or sometimes yeah. it's like. Or, Sitting and waiting for a long, yeah, long time. Just taking a ton of B-roll until that goat did a thing that you couldn't believe yep. you caught on film. <laughs> finally be able to use, like uh, John Wilson, basically. Yeah. John Wilson yeah. yeah, that's a great way of putting it. He just does an urban version of the same damn thing. Yeah, Hope that new season comes soon. But anyway, uh, this is great, dude. I always love your, uh, your, your stuff with this. I always find it fascinating. I'm right. glad you could share it here. Uh, mm-hmm. And before we let you go, we yeah. have to wish you a happy birthday. Well, let's well, wish your you. brother a happy birthday. Yeah, your my, brother's birthday today. My handsome and charming identical twin brother, Rob. Happy birthday, Rob. That's right. He spent you the week great. fishing for, uh, I don't know, term papers or whatever he does <laughs> now. Uh, he's a teacher, and it always cracks me up because I always felt like you guys could swap places one day, and he could do some really weird build, and uh-huh. you, could, you could teach totally. a bunch of kids, and no one would be the wiser. Nobody would Friday, know that business. Yeah. yeah, I was when I was young. I wanted a twin so I could Freaky Friday everything. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't. And you know, I never I never wanted to do that as a kid. I don't know why. <laughs> it turns out actual twins don't care the way we all no. think yeah, you should. No, yeah, no. it's weird. No, it's, uh, this way whole thing is a lot. Us. Yeah, it's a lot more novel for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, dude. I'm uh, happy birthday. Uh, do you have a little Thank bonus you. link for us this week before you go? Uh, I do. This is a fun YouTube channel called Project Air. He does a lot of RC car and plane type stuff. This particular one is a an off-the-shelf RC plane that he bought, but he put rockets on it. So oh my gosh. while it's flying, he could hit a button to launch the rockets and make it go wicked fast. Oh, God. Also, awesome. first you throw like it. A little afterburner button, basically. Yes, right? exactly. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta watch this whole thing. Yeah, this I want to... I want to do stuff like this. You should I want to do add rockets this. to more RC vehicles. Uh, <laughs> when my have I told you when my dad, you and my dad are similar souls. My dad, uh, when, when I was a kid, we did the Pinewood Derby thing, mm-hmm. and he figured out a way to rig this. Obviously, we couldn't compete in the proper contest, but 
he rigged a CO2 cartridge in the back of a car. Oh, yeah. And then made a launcher out of a out of a mouse trap and a ruler. And it was just like super janky put together thing. But we raced it and that thing just about hurt somebody. I mean, that thing flew <laughs> out of there, ripped through the track, nearly hit a kid in the head, went halfway across the gym. It was an, it was an amazing thing. That's what this reminds me of. Uh, you guys would be uh, fast friends if and generations were different. Anyway, uh, very cool. Go check this one out. Again, this is Project Air on uh, YouTube. And don't forget the Punish Props YouTube channel as well. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff happening there. PunishProps.com as well. Bill, have a great week. Thank you. And no, you more, guys. no more puking, all right? Slow down. Yeah. 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 Cool keep it on puking. the inside. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to reset, but I don't know. That would have been the end of my yeah. streak if I was Bill. Right. Yeah. So no, no, uh, no deep sea fishing. Not deep sea, but you know, I guess it is deep sea fishing, right? Because it was he just wasn't in the sea. He was out fishing for. Yeah, I think you're still deep technically sea. deep you still sea fishing. Deep right? sea fishing. I mean, it doesn't have to all uh, in be. In any case, uh, that video is now on quicktms.li for those people who don't listen live and want to go see what the heck Bill was talking about. Yeah, all these things we bring up, most of them go there. So check it out. It's a resource, mostly. you know? That's right. Mostly. Mostly. We're going to add Bobby to this call, mostly. <laughs> and uh, it'll be great because Bobby is the man and he has a plan. Here's his intro. Oop, he quit the, oh, you know what? It's doing that thing. We figured yeah. something out. It's this Dunaway thing in the region. Well, we'll get to it in a second. There's still something wrong, isn't there, Bill? <laughs> oh, you're not Bill. Damn it. Science! <laughs> Bob is hungry, and the soup looks good. I just hit the wrong button. It wasn't because I confused him with Bobby or Bill. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're really, you're really uh, making it uh, clear that that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Let me dig that. You have another shovel? I could use another shovel to dig this hole. Uh, sorry, Bobby is here, and uh, he's here to talk about science and stuff. But before we do, there is this thing that we think is going on. We finally have a theory. Dunaway has this problem, and you sometimes have this problem connecting and we think it's something to do with the region you're in which is down there in south carolina somewhere Mm -hmm. and where servers for discord are located because every time there's like a weird little what's that air rc something thing that's right the code the error message you get yeah Yeah, and it and it takes a while sometimes you have to reconnect it's like stupid weird and i think that's what happened and i noticed something also, you guys tend to have a little more lag going your way and coming back than when we're on that yeah. connection. But if I switch things to be central, it fixes itself. So Our servers here in South Carolina, they're always trying to secede from the rest of the server. Oh, <laughs> is it that? That's the problem. Dang it. Oh, man. I thought Texas was trouble. You guys down there. That, that the actually wasn't uh, the problem this time. I accidentally, when you called, I accidentally, uh, <laughs> I would, Claire had just sent me a message and I accidentally called her sh- real fast and so I had to hang up. Oh, you probably oh, did, made she, did she answer and go, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I hung up before anybody answered. She's doing an escape room right now, I guess. <laughs> oh, really? Hilarious. What weird so timing I, since I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that was, but um, anyway, no, she didn't answer and I called you real fast. <laughs> God damn it. And let me ask you this. When you're doing a, well, you won't know this, but Claire would have to answer this, but if you do an escape room in Ireland, is it like, try, try, be careful and get away from the potato before it hit? I mean, like, what do they do there? 
<laughs> you have to find the pot of gold in order That's to. That's right. Every every escape room is the same way. It's uh yeah. Somewhere somewhere hidden in this room is a pot of gold. Yeah, but you've got to beware of the lucky charms. Yeah, you yeah. got a lucky charms, you got all the stereotypes. I I, love uh, it. I drove somebody uh lifted the other day who um it was it was uh two women, uh wives to each other. And uh, one runs the this brewery, and the other one runs this escape room next door. And they both they work together. So where you're at the escape room, you can actually order a drink. They will bring your drink into you at the, in the escape room. They also serve food, but food, but you can't have that in the escape room. But you can drink while you're in the escape room, which really? I thought was crazy. That yeah. is crazy. You should do that one and tell us what that's like. That's weird I might, because yeah. I I wouldn't want to order a drink only because it would take time <laughs> well that you know i mean you just keep working while you're waiting for your drink obviously but as I long as i can work as long as i can just yell my order while i'm doing because yeah, you're you, yelling everything exactly while what you can do. yeah mm. that's yeah, exactly okay. what you do so you're like um, okay you go over here and put that thing hey i need a beer mm. <laughs> exactly i want a nice irish stout but uh <laughs> they um the thing I'd be most worried about is people spilling on the, uh, well, as the delicate the, controls. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. That's a weird thing. That's like not like going to a movie theater and having food. It's like you're in an yeah. interactive environment where You've you're trying to You've got knobs and dials and little switches and things. you got to look for tiny keys. You can't get them all sticky with beer residue. Yeah. yeah. What are we, animals? No, we're not. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I'm gonna go try it, and I'll let you know. Yeah, you should let us know, Brian. <laughs> uh, yeah, working on working on yet another YouTube channel, Brian's Escape Room Reviews. That's right. But that and Bill's new uh, GoPro on a stick coming soon to a YouTube channel near you. <laughs> Perfect, uh, Bobby. It's good to have you here. We're gonna start things with a an email before we get to the science, and uh, mm-hmm. this deals with your whole flying world. And uh, yep. this is what Road Rash in Canada said. Oh, hold on, I said Canada. Canada. Here we go. For Bobby on flying and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Interesting. He says it's on the spring sale right now on Steam. This email's a little older, this text, so it's that's gone now. But it's also on Game Pass, everybody, if you want to play it there. Anyway, uh, is it fun and worth the 60 bucks? Does it mimic the technical mechanics of flying closely enough? I'm not trying to be a pilot, but I enjoy an accurate sim- simulation and real-world physics versus easy-mode arcade style. Mouse and keyboard are okay, or controller, or full yoke. And foot pedals needed. Thanks, Road Rash. So have you messed around in there much? I assume you have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Microsoft Flight Simulator. I think this is a good question for not just for this person, but for also for people like me who want to learn to fly and have questions about Microsoft Flight Simulator and its can't, usefulness. Can't you, instead of uh, spending whatever the, the cost is uh, now, now that it's an off sale and stuff... Can't you just type some code into Excel and play it for free? Anyway, still. <laughs> yeah, it's just still a, a secret secret field in uh, Excel. Secret that field you in go. Excel that you could type and you'd get <laughs> like Windows 95 Flight Simulator or whatever yeah. it was. There used to be a way. That was a thing, yeah, right? That was a thing, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. This is, uh, boy, this new one, this new, I don't know if it's a version. Is it 10 or something? Whatever it is. Uh, is the most realistic looking thing it's I've ever laid eyes good. on. It's and insane. it's got nice VR support. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. yeah. And it's so, got really good. Um, they had this. So there were some bugs early on that were pretty funny, but it has this really cool geo mapping um, technique. So instead of them having to go and hand build all these landmarks, and because it's mm-hmm. all based on actual you know distances of things and everything in between is is accurate and everything. 
but yeah. the, the in the early days, it kind of reminds me of this AI stuff today. But in the early days, it would ruin some things would be just too big, like mm-hmm. a tree for no reason in in uh, Montana would yes. be like nine thousand feet tall, and you right. had to go bug squash it. But but it's in really good shape and absolutely beautiful game. Yep, yep, it is. So. Um, I do rec. It's very realistic. Um, it's so with caveats, right? Um, uh, and I'll explain what those caveats are when I talk. When I explain how you would want to use it or not want to use it, if you're actually learning how to fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very realistic. The the it is called Microsoft Flight Simulator, and so that's what they do. <laughs> is they're trying really hard to simulate flight, right? Um, and they've got a lot of different planes in there, all the way from uh, little uh, little Piper Cubs, like one or two seaters that are that are very small, all the way up to um, big um, A320 uh, airliners. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can fly all of them. And they've got good tutorials in there that teach you how to fly. They teach you about you know the the somewhat of the aerodynamics of flight but at least how to do it what to press um you know you've got uh just different things you've you've got to worry about things like stalling and lift and it's very realistic this instruments all work um and and you can do all kinds of stuff in there um you can play it with um you can play it with your keyboard and mouse you can play it with a an xbox controller you can actually get it on the xbox mm-hmm. um and you can get a full flight yoke. I've got one right here for that you. Uh. Let's take a look at that. <laughs> oh yeah, look that's at that. cool. Oh yeah, a little. Oh, uh, you have all the schmear. Okay, things to clip and yeah. mount onto your. I know some people get nuts about it, and they buy the you know they build like a cockpit and they go crazy. Yeah, it can be very expensive. I want it, to get all sorts of stuff, but it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. Does it also have like foot? The foot rudder. Yes, I, I'm not going to pull those out, but I do yeah. have the rudder pedals. Um, That's cool as well. And um, can if you you're looking push to talk, like what, you know, when you're not playing, uh... I bet you <laughs> oh, can. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah should... be totally cool. Might as well. You've got them under there. That's a wonderful. Yeah, idea. I bet. I bet yeah. you can. But yeah. um, I got so so the question about what you should use. It depends on what you're trying to do. Like if you just want to fly around and look at things, mm-hmm. like using use whatever the keyboard, mouse, use a controller. But if you're trying to, if you really want to feel the experience of flying a plane, you sh- I really do recommend getting the at least a yoke and um, j- at least that. So a yoke for people who don't know are just the things you hold on to and turn to to fly the plane like you pull back to go up you push forward to go down uh, mm-hmm. to pitch forward and then you turn it left and right um there's you can you'll get a lot out of it just from that um i also got the 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 like uh what do you call it like throttle panel mm-hmm. that oh. has the lever on it right. yeah the the what you push recall? forward pull back thing yeah, and it's got like three <laughs> levers on it that you can use to adjust throttle and mixture. Because when you're in a plane, you know, you're also controlling the air and fuel mixture sure. and stuff like that. So, um, and the rudder pedals, you don't you don't need that. That's like so. That's the order in which I would get those three things if you're looking for simulation. Is the is the first the flight yoke? Then, if you want to go further, I would get the um, the levers, and then the rudder pedals. I would go at the end because those are probably the hardest thing to get used to how they actually work and and you can in flight microsoft flight simulator you can simulator you can um 
you can have it set up to automatically adjust the rudder for you. Do they have a setting uh, where I get stuck in Detroit for three hours and then my bag goes missing or any of that? Is that yep. part of the simulation? Yep. Yeah, you okay. can uh, you can be stuck in a holding pattern pattern and then lose everybody's luggage. And, Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody throw up um, during food service, it's, it's just as realistic right. as it gets. Right. Um, so, yeah. in terms of how much, it, how closely it, it simulates, um, this is what my recommendation for anybody who's learning how to fly, like actually starting from zero and wanting to learn how to fly for real. If you really want a pilot's license, I suggest you not fly a flight simulator. Mm. Um, and if you've already been flying a flight simulator and you plan to learn how to fly, I recommend stopping now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the uh, I speak from experience. Um, I did learn a lot about instruments and I learned a lot about how the things in the plane work. But the problem is that when you fly in the flight simulator, you develop a lot of really bad habits because a lot of learning how to fly, especially small planes like Cessnas, a lot of learning how to fly is learning, you have to learn how to um, feel what's happening mm. um, because you're in the air, you're flying, you know the old term flying by the seat of your pants that actually refers to how how the, how the your body feels in the seat and you need to, you can't simulate that, um, at least not in your home office. <laughs> so it's really hard. So what happens is I flew probably, I've a hundred hours in Microsoft Flight Simulator before I ever took a lesson. And you develop all these habits because of the fact that you can't feel so when you're learning how to fly, you have you have to learn how to look outside the plane and judge a lot of things by looking around you. Where's the horizon? Where are you in relation to the horizon? You know, pitching up and down, uh, banking left and right, all that kind of stuff. And it feels a certain way. But when you since you can't feel that in Microsoft Flight Simulator, you end up developing a sense of looking at the the instruments a lot which are good and useful but when you're first learning how to play fly a plane it's it's looking at the instruments too much is bad you don't want to do that so it took me a long time to break that habit so it's not quite um, as rudimentary as like um you know they always say if you want to be in the army don't don't train on call of duty you're not going to learn how to fire a gun. Like it's not, it's not real training. This is closer to, from a technical standpoint, closer to the simulation aspects of it, but you still, there's nothing like the actual deal, obviously. Right. Right. And there are some good uses for Microsoft flight simulator when you're learning how to fly, but not to actual, actually learn how to operate and aviate the plane, like how to fly the plane. Mm -hmm. Uh, Microsoft flight simulator is really good as a procedural simulator so there are a lot of things in flying where you have to learn procedures when you start to get good at um flying well enough that you're you're staying in the pattern and learning the step-by-step procedure about how to take off and land a plane um, the simulator can be good for that because you have to memorize certain things Mm. and so doing it over and over again at home can be really useful as long as you are not trying to make a one-to-one connection between how things look in the simulator to how it's going to look in the real plane or how it's going to feel and stuff like that. Also, I haven't done this yet, but once you go start, if you, if you're a pilot who decides to get an instrument rating, I, from my understanding, a flight simulator can be really useful for an instrument rating because of the reasons I just said before, you're flying only by the instruments and there's a lot of procedure that you're trying to learn, um, for things like, 
how to make instrument approaches to airports and how to navigate only using instruments and stuff like that. Yeah, and my understanding too, I'm watching video right now of a London to Paris flight on a Mm -hmm. commercial type jet and it takes as long as it does. Yes, that's Um, 100% true. That's one of the fun things about it too is that if I want to fly from here in Colombia to Atlanta, it's going to take, you know, an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it would take. Right? Yeah, a lot of sky um, and clouds as part of that. Like you're just going to be up there at 30,000 feet looking at nothing. Yeah. And it's like, and, you know what it's like? It's like that Euro truck simulator. Yeah. People think, oh, fun, I deliver stuff. No, no, this is like you're behind the wheel for eight hours. <laughs> just driving in nowhere land, trying to get from one wow. place to the other. And and there is a, there is a market for that. People like that. Yep. It's not really for me so much. Like for me, I've played... Sim, uh, Microsoft Simulator or uh, Flight Simulator, but I played it on what some of the more arcadey settings. And the good news is, if that's what you're looking for, you can totally do that. You can mm-hmm. have real simple map to your controller kind of controls. And if you want to see what it's like to slam your jet into a, a, a Eiffel Tower <laughs> and get yourself on a list, go for it. Um, but it's uh, for the folks who really want like this, they want to simulate the experience, the procedures the cloud cover, the, all those aspects yep. and the time it takes you to get from like New York to London. Good, good deal. That's what this does. Yeah. And you can control all that too. You can control the weather. You can control where the cloud bases are, how much the wind is, how many, how, like what the cloud coverage is. You can control, um, Oh, one of the things they added in this current version of Microsoft flight simulator is you were talking about like you, if you fly from like New York to, to London, yeah. how long is that's going to take a long time. Right in the game but they actually made it to where you can uh speed up or like you can you can cut out the time if you want yeah to. you can skip it if you want the, the boring the yeah. long boring parts yeah, yeah yeah you can like skip forward like you've got everything set up yeah. and you're just flying and you can skip to like a certain an, a certain point in your flight let's, yeah let's skip all the atlantic and get right to the coast yeah get yeah, out of the ocean honestly because <laughs> you might want to do that you know yeah i'd like to do that when i'm on that flight that'd be cool no kidding yeah, yeah. So that's why I try yeah. to sleep. I'm not very good at it, but I try. Right. Uh, very cool. All right. Well, there's our little uh, uh, bonus conversation. If you guys have a question for Bobby or for Bill or anybody else who's on Tuesdays, you can always send those <laughs> in. We're happy yeah. to read them here on the show. <laughs> uh, Bobby, uh, you didn't bring just that, though. What else did you bring today? What's going on? I brought a really quick thing. It's actually turned. It's actually fortunate that we had a question because I wasn't didn't think I was going to make it today because of flying lessons, and then they got canceled and all this kind of stuff. So I threw together something real fast, which was that just yesterday... Um, April 3rd, for anybody listening on the podcast after the fact, um, NASA announced the names of the next astronauts to go to the moon. Mm. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. The actual Artemis crew just got announced yesterday, and um, and it's pretty exciting. I mean, like, these are the first people in over 50 years that are going to go to the moon. And are they, they going to just orbit around it, or are they going to yes. set foot on Yeah, okay. So this is the Artemis two mission. Is the, they're just going to to orbit around the moon. A lot of it is to test and practice all the operations that are going to happen for when when they finally do go on a mission. Um, I think our, just Artemis three actually is the next one is supposed to go 
land on the moon. Land I could be wrong about that. Have you noticed um, these people look like uh, AI-generated people? They I was going like... to say that to you. <laughs> yeah. And it made me wonder. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That picture does look like it was made by AI. It's oh, a real picture. God. But it made me realize I can't trust photos anymore. I know. Yeah. No, even, that, even, if it doesn't, yeah. even if it's not AI, it looks like just 3D-generated from a good video game. Yeah, like a video game's yeah. presenting a trip to Mars or something, and here's your here's right. your crew, and pick money or pick your hero, and you're going to go play that person. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what, yeah, right. It's very oh, yeah. weird, and I didn't expect that when I saw it yesterday. But So part of me but was when, like stoked. I was excited, and then I went, I can no longer tell reality from not reality anymore. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But you'll notice when you look at that picture, um, yeah. the... Uh, the you'll notice right away that the exciting thing is that the first uh, first woman and first person of color to go to the moon are in that pic- oh, picture. Oh yeah, that's great. So that's that's, um, cool. that's a big deal. There they are, Very more full bodied shot. Um, still full looks AI generated. <laughs> still says the same. I swear, like, yeah. like you I'm could, checking. You could that. have just shown me the heads, and I would have said probably an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if I didn't see the the suit, the uniforms. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Especially that that guy on the right. He's the uh, he's the one of the mission specialists. He's a Canadian. Oh, um, cool! And he like definitely looks like an. Astronaut. He does. He's, he's he looks like he's got a. He goes by a nickname. He doesn't go by yeah. his actual name. He looks like he goes by you know Brick, uh, yeah. Brick Taylor. Yeah, or Brick, something like, Brick you know. Taylor's a perfect name. Brick Taylor. Oh my got gosh! That square jaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These guys are uh, the, the way you tell it's not AI though. You zoom down to their laps and their helmet there, and you can see their hands. Those fingers all look good. Those are people. They only have five fingers. Yeah. <laughs> they only have five fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, I hope that they always keep that in AI so we can tell the difference. I know. That should be the, you uh, know what? That should be the the agreed to watermark for all AI generation. Yeah. The fingers will be yeah. effed. That's how we'll know. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So so the the names of the four people are the commander. Uh, the mission commander is Reed Wiseman. Um, he's He's been up. To, this is his second trip to space. He spent 165 days in space. Um, he's going to be the mission commander. The pilot is Victor Glover. Uh, and he, he's also been to space before on the ISS, the International Space Station. Wow. Um, there's uh, Oh, yeah, not the, just first person of color to go to the moon, but first person of color to leave Earth's orbit. Yeah. Wow. And, he, and, he's, and he's flying the thing. That is amazing. Like, can you That's imagine awesome. being a pilot of a spaceship oh my dude i know he looks like a badass too look at that guy Mm -hmm. i like him he looks like he's gonna save all their friendly badass yeah 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 yeah. when that when something goes wrong oh no we're we're leaking schmoo fluid from the ding dong he's gonna walk in and go i got this (laughs) i got this yep yep that's what he's gonna do christina hammock koch kosh cock i don't know what her name is yeah um, the uh, she's mission specialist. There are two mission specialists. The other one is Jeremy Hansen, uh, aka Brick. Ah, yeah, um, Jeremy Brick Hansen. I like Brick <laughs> yeah. Hansen even better. Brick Hansen. <laughs> Brick Hansen. Yeah. yeah like he's uh, he's the other mission specialist, and uh, he's the Canadian. He's uh, I think it's the first Canadian to work with NASA on these. Kind of, I, I'm probably wrong about that. It's I like, shouldn't say that. Oh, we forgot to fuel it up. Sorry. That's what he'll say. <laughs> Canada. That's great. Great Canadians. Uh, lots of cool space people in Canada. Um, yeah. Who's the dude up there with yeah. the mustache? Everyone loves. Uh, oh, uh, damn! I wish you hadn't, because yeah. he's he's a cool guy who's always up guy. in the space station t- yes. talking to everyone. Uh, yeah, he's but, just uh, great. Uh, someone in the chat will know his name. I can't remember his name. He's awesome though. 
So Canada. Look, oh Chris Hadfield. Chris that's Hadfield. It. Yes. Hadfield. Yeah, the guy who sang the cover of uh, Bowie's "Space Oddity" in. in uh, yes. Oh yeah, right. That was him. Yeah. Uh, not to be confused with Chris Redfield, who is just a Resident Evil character, not real. Oh, I always get those two confused. Yeah, always. it's hard hard to mix them up or not mix them like, up. Why is that guy from Resident Evil singing that David Bowie song? <laughs> and why is this spaceman shooting zombies? <laughs> you almost became a David Bowie sandwich. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Well, this is great. Great news. And when is this mission? It's a ways off, right? Uh, I think it's sometime next year, I think. Oh, that's sooner than I thought. I thought it was like years and years away. I don't know why I thought that. I honestly don't remember. I I don't pay close attention to the dates when they're this far away because NASA always delays. Um, So it's just I I try not to get too excited. (laughs) Understandable. Uh, but this is still cool, and it even is very though, cool. Yeah. I just can't imagine being one of those people, and they're going to be going to the moon. You know, yeah. those spacesuits are badass too. Yeah, yeah, they're new, brand new spacesuits. That's one of the big deals. Is that um, there were new spacesuit designs that are supposed to be more modular and easier? Because one of the problems that NASA's always had is you had to be in in the specifications to become an astronaut you had to be a certain height and size because their spacesuits only fit certain kinds of people right um oh, sure because they were just until these ones they've been using the same spacesuits that were made in the 60s in like the 60s and 70s yeah <laughs> wait a minute so are you saying that james bond couldn't have just taken jaws's suit in moonraker and put it on because they have a different body type what yeah. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there it is. Uh, look forward to it. And um, I don't know. I stuff like this makes me optimistic about humanity. I need more of these sorts of stories. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, we're yeah, going to know. the moon again for real, and, and look at all these cool people, and they're all ready to go, and they look like AI generated uh, robots, and that's also. And cool. usually, don't get scandals around astronauts. Usually, astronauts are like you know the the best of us, unless they're that woman who. Uh, peed in a bladder drove across country to stalk her <laughs> oh yeah that was weird that was weird yeah that was yeah. that was a weird one i but, forgot uh, about diaper lady the right other stuff. astronauts yeah, yeah. most one, most of one them. bad astronaut doesn't spoil the whole flight crew no <laughs> that's the that's the one bad apple scenario it actually applies to astronauts it does yeah, yeah. 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 sometimes not cops so much anyway well that's fantastic good news everyone we're going to the moon and uh, quick question is the point yeah. to just go there again, or is the point to do a bunch of new shit that we we didn't do before? Oh, holy cow! The point is, we're 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 trying to build a moon base, Scott. Oh yeah, my god! Oh, base for right. further for further exploration. Didn't right? we have the story? We had this plan. whole story on here about. Uh, did we bring it up on this show? How Rolls Royce has a deal for powering something or doing bringing internet up there or something like that. They're doing something. Yeah, you know that that's not the car company, right? It's Well, it's the parent company that owns it all, right? They do cars, but they do other stuff. No, so it's a, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's a different company because they just, it's like, you know how two companies might split off and they, they just like, one of them just puts like limited at the end of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, but they have the same name, but they're like two different companies. I think that's the situation with. There are two Rolls Royces? Come on. Well, okay. So there's motor cars and then there's. Rolls Royce uh, delivering power. Let's see, power solutions. Uh, th- those are the ones, whoever they are. But they seem like they're the same parent. I, I'm certainly. I'm just speak. I'm certainly 
have not looked deep into it, but I think that's what I heard. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look them it's, up later. But even if even if you're even if you're um even if what you originally said is right, yeah, it's not the same. They're not like making cars and no, yeah. <laughs> no. They're like the, they're the, like the GE. overall parent company. Yeah, they're yeah. like GE yeah. when they split up and did a bunch of weird stuff, or when IBM broke out you know certain different services or whatever and became like right. okay well sure they still do some consumer stuff but really the the main company now is doing all this like high-end whatever i think yeah. it's like that but anyway that's kind of yeah, cool. sure enough rollsroyce.com uh pops and recline found a link so they're they're backing it to do the nuclear power plant to put on the moon for future use yeah that's what it is well, i don't know if they're working with them on this particular mission or not but i know i knew it was the moon but i want to go to the moon Let's mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Can I let's get all a, go to the moon? Can I get a Kevin Spacey voiced robot up there, or is that not an option anymore? Do you want that? Uh... I mean, <laughs> if it's just his voice and not his behavior, I'm okay with that. I think. Yeah. Although, if I get to choose voice, right? Give me like, uh, I don't know. We talked about Attenborough earlier. Give me that voice. Give me, <laughs> give me David Attenborough. I mean, you know, could could uh, uh, Bowie's son just go in and put a new voice into that? It's not like you have to match it up with any mouth movements or anything. Well, you that's could, true. They could redo that movie. You yeah. could redo that movie <laughs> with a different voice. To- I want a robot with Gilbert Gottfried's voice. Hmm. Oh my gosh! Rest his soul. I think it's. I think he his his uh, family would approve your idea. I think he'd be You want me to open the pod bay doors? I can't do that right now. You're going to have to do something else because I can't open the pod bay doors. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, all right. Uh, Bobby, always fascinating stuff as usual. Um, and if you want more science content, good news. Bobby makes a podcast called All Around yep. Science. Tell them about it and where they can get it. Um, I do have a podcast called All Around Science. Um, more of my co-hosts just actually, so we talked about the people here, but before they were announced, last week's episode that just came, or the one we recorded last week that just came out yesterday, Mora talked all about the Artemis II mission and what they're going to be doing. So if you're curious about that, you were asking about that, Scott. If you're mm-hmm. curious about it, go listen. All Around Science, you can find it wherever. All Around Science. Um, real fast, before I go, I do have to mention... Yeah. Because I talked about it last week, I know you know you you two know, but I should let everybody else know. I did pass my medical flight test. Congratulations! Hey, yay! Yeah. Woohoo! The eyes have it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if anybody, yep. if if you if you're up there and somebody goes, ah, oh, my spleen, you'll know what to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll ask if there's a if there's a doctor in the on the plane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, was it? Was it? Were you as nervous as you thought you would be? Did you? I was very nervous, but the yeah. guy did a really good job of putting me at ease, and it was mostly fun once we got up in the air. And when I got down, he said, "You done good." Yeah. And uh, now I'm just waiting for the paperwork, and then I'll be able to start flying lessons solo. What would you? What would happen? Let me ask you a, a scenario. Okay, <laughs> you're going up in the air. You're up there. How how high do you get in these planes that you're flying right now? When I'm flying, usually I'm I'm somewhere between like fifteen hundred to thirty five hundred feet. All right, let's say you're thirty five hundred feet. Everything's going great, and you get up there, and he's he goes, okay, now level off, and you're like, okay, I'm leveling off, and then he goes, now take off your pants. What would you do? <laughs> what would your reaction be? Would you immediately nose dive and go, I'm out of here, buddy, and you go like uh, land, or what would you do? Eject? I would, <laughs> I would unlatch his door, <laughs> <laughs> kick him out with your left leg, and fly home. All right, fair enough. Yep. 
I don't know why that popped into my head, but it did. Uh, d- d- well, we all well know done. why that popped into your head. <laughs> we have an idea. Uh, You're Bob, the only one who doesn't know why I'm honestly surprised it took this long for you to ask me that question. <laughs> I just like to think of all the scenarios, you know? It's yeah. just always there. Uh, Bobby, have a fantastic week. I look forward to next Tuesday, and even more so in a few weeks, seeing you in Las Vegas, Nevada. No kidding. Yeah. I'll see you later. Bye now. All right. There goes Bobby. Cool. Okay, Brian, a couple uh, easy things here to mention. Um, there is a stream today that people may want to attend. I don't know. Uh, if you're a sucker for me being a freak and being scared of uh, things on a screen, then today is your day. 3 to 5 p.m. today. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake Playthrough Part 2 with me and John Jagger. Uh, we'll be streaming that at twitch.tv slash frogpants. That'll be every Tuesday until we're done. Uh, so uh, do check that out. That's 3 p.m. through 5 p.m. today. That's Mountain Time. Uh, right here at twitch.tv slash frog pants. So check that out. Two hours of ridiculous, stupid, scary things. Will there, will there be... Oh, no, 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 no. There might will be. Will there be that? There might be that. There could be... Right. That might happen. Okay. Um, okay. Can't think what else. Uh, there might be a, a little bit of... Here, hold on. Maybe there's this. Hold on. <laughs> Maybe this right here. We'll see. We'll see oh, how good, I do. Good. That's yeah. good too. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a shit on me or a shit potatoes. That might or, happen. Uh, a mention of Mark Knopfler, parts of Mark Knopfler's <laughs> body. Uh... <laughs> uh, it's so funny that you always remember that. I saw an interview with him, some short YouTube yeah. thing where he's talking about how he came up with the riff for the money for yeah, yeah, yeah. chicks for free. Yeah. And he was, it was interesting, his whole process and everything. But the whole time, all I could think about is, yelling Mark Knopfler's penis or whatever. <laughs> Just a weird thing to do. Anyway, uh, uh, that'll be tonight. So check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show. Uh, we lost a couple of you last month. We need you back or someone oh, to take their place. Step back. into their place, somebody, or up your thing so that it keeps the ship even. You know, we want to... Exactly. Or even make the ship uh, float a little higher. Listen, uh, we've we've said this before. If, if everybody listening to our voices right now just... Put in a dollar a month, just a dollar a month. Then yep. we'd have, uh, I think we'd reach our our Frog Pants All Stars trivia game level. We'd uh, listen. I could quit lifting, even though it gives a lot of fun stories. I could, I could just put that, just put, put that, that aside. push that aside. Yeah, yeah. Be, and you could do it before the robots take over and do self driving. So robots are going to be here anytime. Yeah, they're coming exactly. anyway. They're coming. May, may as well, may as well get out in front of it. So I mean, uh, and look, I'm not. I realize there are people who. Uh, for whatever reason, they're having a rough month, or it's it's, it's yes, a little tight, uh, and they, and they got to put it on pause for a while. I get it, I totally get it, and yeah, we're not. Yeah, it's not no shade in your direction. Um, and ke- and please keep listening to the free version of the show. We don't have a problem with that. Um, yep. But if anyone else out there is like, well, I'm doing real good right now, your dollar could come in. You know, your yeah, dollar. Yeah. Anyway, go check it out and uh, see what you think. Patreon.com/slash/tms for all the details. Let's get out of here. We need a song, though. Did you bring one? or I done brought a song, and uh, this one's going out to Matthew. Said, good morning, Skittles and Buttons. A year ago, I started a new job, and Brian was good enough to play my request to celebrate. I sure was. Well, I'm back again to request another song on the first anniversary. I know you were worried that he was going to say, and I just got fired, so can you play a song about... No. That would suck. Uh, Who knew you could go to work each day and not hate what you do? A big part of this has been thanks to my colleague, 80. We quickly bonded over our love of Stranger Things, so I wanted to request this cover of a Kate Bush song. Thanks for all the joy you both bring each weekday morning. Signed, Matthew.
Wow. Well, happy uh, first anniversary in your new job. Glad you love it. Uh, and big thanks to uh, to eighty for providing you some uh, friendship there at the new job. Um, this is not the song you, the Kate Bush song you most associate with um, uh, Stranger Things, which is running up that hill. This is a different one. This is the one that Matthew requested, and I like it. I like hearing a different take on this. This is very similar to one that I got from uh, Lit Riffs. Which mm. takes Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights and just adds a nice little guitar hard edge to it. This is so good. This is by a band called China Drum. This is from the album, no, I'm sorry, it's from a single that they released in 1996. Here is Wuthering Heights by China Drum.
If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. I told him to go have intercourse with himself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.